Hi guys, Rory here. Just to let you know, this episode is a pre-recorded episode that we did, a drunk review of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. You can probably tell that from the title. Uh, but unfortunately, we had some technical difficulties with the episode that we recorded for this week. So instead of episode 10, you're getting a special episode. So aren't y'all lucky? Uh, hopefully we've got everything sorted now, though, for next week. And yeah, we'll be back to our regular structure. I hope you enjoy the episode. Cheers. everybody and welcome to a special episode of Kill It where we talk fun stuff like movies, TV shows and video games. My name is Jamie and ho- co-hosting with me as always is the boy with the best hair in the business, Rory Kid. Kid. That's your name. To my right, Captain Class himself, Cammy Donald. Hey mister, Arthur Morgan. I'm returning for the third or maybe fourth time today depending on when, you re- when we release this, I don't know when. The author with too much knowledge to offer, Greg Ormuir. Hi, uh. Hi. Some weird pronunciations. I know, I'm tired. We're doing a special episode. It is 20 to 11 at night on a Friday. I've had Hi-o. one or two beers. You've had one or two beers and whiskeys. I've had one or three beers. We're feeling okay, though. We're feeling fit. We're feeling ready to go. Yeah, you better believe it. I'm pumped. <laughs> I'm also feeling good. I'm excited. I've had at least a beer and at least a whiskey. Excellent. The big topic today. This is what we do when we're drunk. We talk Indiana Jones, apparently. Indiana um, Jones is a man. So this week's episode, this special episode, as we are inebriated, we're going to talk Temple of Doom. Woo! The second part to our three-part podcast series. Uh, surely it should review. be four-part, right? Junk movie review. No, fuck! Absolutely fuck doesn't fucking exist not. in my fucking book, you piece of shit. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, Let's so save that conversation for the quick. fourth episode. This, usually the podcasts become a car crash after the sort of half an hour mark. This one's just going to be a fucking Straight car off the crash. bat. <laughs> right from the, the car, The car has stalled on its way out of the driveway. <laughs> so how's the game before we start stalling all fucking night? You can find us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify, everybody. We upload a new episode every Monday morning, so if that fits into commute, give us a download. If you're kind human beings, leave us a not-so-harsh review. And just like Indiana Jones himself, we're a bunch of five-star men, so hopefully that reflects on your five-star reviews. We're five-star men! Yes, you are, Rory. So this is a special edition episode, guys, recorded out of sequence, so there's no news. And um, <laughs> we're going to jump into a big old there's topic. There's no news. There's always news. I have a what? piece of... Oh, I was going to say, I've got a piece of news. What piece of news do you have? The piece of news is that I download the podcast even if it doesn't fit in with my commute. Oh, really? Ooh. You don't listen to it bang at, ha- at 8 o'clock on a Monday? I mean, it automatically downloads then, but... Hey, you know what, Greg? Yeah? You're a five-star man. <laughs> Thank you, Cam. I think you're a five-star <laughs> man as well. Touch me. For all those listeners. holding hands. We actually did touch. <laughs> I mean, it, did, it didn't need to happen because we're on mics. Nobody knows, but we did make sure <laughs> oh, that we actually touched. Yeah, we knew. Cam actually listens to the podcast while he plays Red Dead. I walked into the flat the other day and I genuinely thought Jamie was in the flat without me. And I was like, why is Jamie just coming to hang out with Cam? It turns out it's super surreal to listen to this podcast when you know you guys because I'm like walking about my normal life and I think I've just been chatting with you. And I definitely haven't. I've just been listening to you chat about nonsense. That's nice. Yeah. I feel like we've talked a lot of nonsense tonight. So well, just wait because we're only we're only just <laughs> getting only started. Get worse. Great, so let's jump into it with two, three, Indiana Jones and Das Temple of Doom. 
Is this the German edition? The German, the German edition. <laughs> das Temple of Doom. So is it from the Nazis' perspective? It, it is from das Nazis' perspective. Actually, famously, this is the only film without Nazis in it. The, in that is famous. Yes, it the is only famous. one of four. But we famously trilogy. We're only talking about. First of all, before we get into it, let's, let me do a synopsis. Yes, Temple of Doom, made in nineteen eighty-four. Great year. Uh, a good year. Yeah. This is a prequel to Raiders of the Lost Ark, set in nineteen thirty-five. So Raiders was set in nineteen thirty-six. This time, Indy teams up with a nightclub singer named Willie Scott and a 12-year-old Chinese boy named Short Round. Where did he come from? <laughs> Short like Round is, like is he we, not we'll... the son of the waiter? I'm fairly sure he was the son of the waiter. That's because not... the waiter brings out a gun and then gets shot. I don't, yeah, maybe. And he's like, where's my dad when he's in the car? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But if you want, it, 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 the film just kind of like starts and assumes you know that... Shoehorn's a small Asian boy. just kind of like, what the fuck? This is typical Spielberg. Like, Spielberg just assumes that, hey, it's a romp. Get into it, okay? You don't need to know who people are. Is it a swashbuckling? Yeah, this is a swashbuckling romp. Yeah. He had famously lax attitudes to child adoption. We meet Short Round and Willie Scott. Come on, Short Round. You live with Indy now. We meet Short Round and Willie Scott in Shanghai, and then all of a sudden, they end up in a distressed village in India where the people believe that evil spirits have taken the children away after a sacred precious stone has been stolen. The three hot rocks. Yeah, they're called the Shankara, Sankara stones. Um, so quickly, Indy also discovers the great mysterious terror surrounding a booby-trapped temple in the nearby uh, castle, also known as the Temple of Doom. This is run by the thuggy cult and is beginning to attempt to rise once more in uh, northern India, believing that with the power of all five Sankara stones, they can rule the world. It's oh, up damn. to Indiana Jones to end the thuggy cult campaign, rescue the lost children, win the girl, and conquer the temple of D- doom. doom. <whistles> Woo! Woo! And he does it. Spoiler. Spoiler. Bloody does it. He's fine. He's fine. I mean, you yeah, guys say that. What was it's he? It's a de- prequel, and we've already done the first one. I know. Well, no, yeah, okay, he's definitely still around because he's in the other ones, but what was he doing there in the first place? I don't know. I'll fucking tell you. He was in a bar. <clears throat> he is in... A bar. I'm going to say Shanghai or Hong Kong. It's one of them. And he is trying to get a diamond back from, you can only presume, is a Chinese gangster. A sort of triad type, if you will. Does it belong uh, in a museum? The deal goes... Of course it belongs in a museum. Everything He's a noble man. Of course the deal goes wrong, and he doesn't get the well he does get the diamond however the sneaky cheeky boy that is the bad guy sneaks him a poison in his drink he, he so foolishly drinks oh no and it poisons him so they take the they take the diamond back long story short he kicks off tries to get the antidote batters fuck out of everybody shoots a couple of guys and then they jump out of the club on the run from this chinese uh, i think is it chinese yeah, yeah. no it's yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, asian from this East Asian. Hedging your bets Asian there. Gang. They then get away. Because in uh, India, they're also dealing with Asians. <laughs> they then get away and they're like, yeah, fuck you. Is it Shaolin? Shaolin, I think his name is. Yeah. I think it's Shaolin. Anyway, it doesn't matter. And uh, let's, for argument's sake, let's say Shaolin, they say, and then he gets on this plane and he's like, better luck next time, Shaolin. And then, he, and, and then he closes the door and then the bad guy's name is on the side of the airplane. So he tells his bad guy mates to jump out of the plane while Dr. Jones is asleep. They jump out of the plane and they, thank you, they, they cl- crash land in India. 
some background information on what Cam's just and said. And then everything, the movie starts. Everything Cam, <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. <laughs> Pretty much. Everything Cam says is right. Now, this beginning scene, some facts for you. This it's beginning like a mad scene, chaos sequence to beginners. When you oh, think about it, an adventure we've never accident. seen, yeah. this beginning scene, we've never seen Dr. Jones, Indiana Jones, in a tuxedo before, in a club, and smoozing. Now, the first film, well, not the first film, the film that this pays homage to is Dr. No. So, George Lucas always wanted to make a James Bond film. And Steven Spielberg put him in his place and said, hey, hey, no, stick to Star Wars, stick to the stuff you're good at, not James Bond. So when George Lucas wrote the script, he wrote this intentionally to feel like he was making of the beginnings of a James Bond film that would end up spiraling out of control into Indiana Jones, which is why this whole thing is kind of separated from the rest of the movie. It does feel like a... A weird little ta- like when when someone says Temple of Doom, mm. I don't think anyone pictures this opening Casino. sequence. No, like this this yeah. opening party. India, like no one says. Oh, in Indiana Jones, he's that guy who was in that tux, right? Like that's that not tux. that. Yeah, because <laughs> he. I think he does. He even look kind of. I'm getting sort of visual memories of him looking uncomfortable in it. Like oh, absolutely, peeling at the collar, yeah. being like, I I shouldn't be in this tux. Yeah, a man, I'm Harrison yeah, Ford. He's a, he's I should a, be out. He's sweating a fish in the out of water in that in that scene. Do you know what the club's called? Um, yes. Considering I'd entirely forgotten this scene existed, uh, yes, I remember exactly. So you only get no glimpse, further questions. You only get a glimpse out of it once. Once Willie Scott and <laughs> Willie Scott. Willie Scott is a terrible name. Yeah, Could we so address that? She she is the t- typical uh, let's Willie. Get, Willie. We'll get to her because people <laughs> fan, fans of the franchise were really disappointed with her after Marion wasn't in this. Mm. People got really attached to Marion. She was a strong female character. Whatever X Y Z. This character, Willie Scott... <laughs> Don't be so blase. She was a strong female character, whatever. This Scott, strong female characters are good, generally. That's a good thing. This, uh, the part of Willie Scott played by Kate Capshaw, Kate, Kate Capshaw, was hired by Steven Spielberg. But Spielberg had the hearts for her. And guess what? They got married after this film. What? Where to go, Steven? Yeah, go, <laughs> Willie Scott. Willie, Willie, Kate Capshaw. I mean, it's quite. Steven the, loves the Willie. To be fair, is, is Steven Spielberg not famously a bastard? Like an absolute oh. horrible. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, there's the flashpoint on this. How long did we get into the drunken <laughs> episode before we had to put the. Oh, oh God. I'm so Someone make a funny oh, noise and I'll bleep oh, it over yeah. with that. <laughs> and there's Done. the C word. <laughs> Don't put that in. That's worse. <laughs> Steven Spielberg was a horrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, you want to? You want to use like an Indiana Jones like? <laughs> Wait, George Lucas. So yeah, Steven so Spielberg, Spielberg was, <laughs> he was an animal. Now get this. So George Lucas, George Lucas, and Steven Spielberg got divorced the year before this came out. Oh God! <laughs> Famously. <laughs> Gregor's in a fit of laughs. Fucking hate doing this now. <laughs> really hate everyone. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Visions of being successful. Oh, Jonathan, I honestly nearly pulled the muscle laughing there. That was so. That was so sore. Let me. I'm um, just. Sorry. <laughs> well, let me just let me just rewrite that ship. What were we saying? Um, Steven Spielberg and George Lucas got separate divorces <laughs> <laughs> to their wives. <laughs> to, from, to their wives the year before this came out, and 
it was <laughs> perceived that this film is a much darker take on Indiana Jones because the two of them were in a darker headspace. Now, Steven Spielberg has since come out saying, I wasn't in a dark space. I just made E.T. I was on top of the world. Whereas George Lucas was being a miserable bastard. Yes, he was in a dark space. So, the reason this is dark and the reason why we've gone back to familiar tropes of serial, uh, uh, the old serials in the 1930s, is because George Lucas wrote this and he wasn't in a good space. So, Kate Capshaw, who plays Willie Scott, is a damsel in distress. We don't get the strong female character. She, that has, no, she has no agency. No. She just kind of... Is there. She's always yeah. independent. She's of kind of drawn about by Indeed. other people. Yeah. yeah. She is the damsel in distress and she screams and she screams and she screams some more. Yeah, got, Greg, Greg got a little bit hot there. Have some time. To round off the cast here, so we got Harrison Ford's back. He's playing Dr. Jones. Kate Capshaw's Willie Scott. Jonathan Kwan, who's short round. I think the role he was in either before or after this was before. in The Goonies. He was The Goonies. Yep. And Amrish Puri was Molaram who is the priest of the thuggy cult. The Kalima man. Yeah, exactly. The scary, scary, scary man yep. that gave me many, many nightmares. He's this a real film, spooky guy. This film was directed by Steven Spielberg. The uh, story was George Lucas. The screenplay was Willard Hoyek. And the score, your man, your boy, John Williams is the man. John Williams, the man. John Williams Booth. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> no. Shot Abraham Lincoln, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We could go back to National Treasure on that one, <laughs> yeah, but we won't. That's, a, that's for another thing. I mean, that's the next I mean, trilogy to analyze. National Treasure is just a rip-off of Indiana Jones. How dare you? Discuss. Oh, my for higher English essay. I have taken the microphone off, Jamie. <laughs> uh, I've decided to contain my rage and anger at the uh, the insults thrown towards National Treasures 1 and 2. And uh, they shall be contained uh, until another episode. Um, for now, we're going to continue on the drunk movie review. However, Jamie is in disgrace. Okay, well, let's, let's rewrite this. Well, ship. then. Let's rewrite this ship. Okay, much darker tone. We all agree this is a darker tone. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I mean, the, t- the tone of this podcast has just got darker by a couple really of shades. It's so, I mean, this, uh, emulates the Temple of Doom yeah. right now. I feel like I'm in the Temple of Doom right now. <laughs> Okay. It's weird because, yeah, I agree with the darker tone thing, but also I feel that this is a bit more campy and a bit like the all the scenes in India, like when I get, we'll get to it, but when they go into the palace and there's the old monkey, monkey brain, brains, monkey brains, and there's lots oh, of, yeah, it's, let's call them bugs and this racially film, insensitive yeah, this, stuff. Yes. It was but, like, pretty racially insensitive. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there was a, there was quite this a lot film of, clamor a lot of racial, like, uh, uh, we'll, racism. We'll probably, we will hopefully try and address that as, I mean, we, we are not the people to deal with that, <laughs> no. those particular elements, but, um, uh, yeah, but the, um, the, the, those scenes in particular strike me as being a bit uh, left field and perhaps a slightly different tone to well, look lots at, of the movie. Look, it kind of does jump about a yeah. bit. I don't really look know this way. what this it's is, trying to be. This, this is a prequel and people don't really understand why they needed a prequel before uh, not before, after Raiders because Raiders was so good. We didn't need to know I mean you, you this, people wanted a sequel to the story of Raiders of the Lost Ark. What they got was a prequel, which took them to a place where they didn't expect they wanted to go. It's kind of how, and I hate bringing this up again, 
because I, I love Temple of Doom. It's, it might be my favorite Indiana Jones, which is controversial. That's so wild card. There's yeah, a wild card. Well, we're going to have to But it's the one that, that sticks it's, with me. It's not, as, it's not as bad as everyone says it is. So here's why. This isn't an organized adventure. <laughs> Quite the review. Is, Stick that on the poster. So like, so like Raiders <laughs> and, then, and then Crusades that came third, they, Cru- Crusades is basically just a retelling of Raiders, but with a dad instead of a love interest. It is. Therefore, even better. Temple of Doom is uh, an adventure that's not organized by Indy. It's thrust upon him. And he's got to be responsible given the circumstances he's ended up in by mistake. Um, whereas in the other two, he goes and seeks out his fortune and glory. I thought I, might, I could be absolutely talking complete nonsense. Mm-hmm. And this might be going off a bit here. Can we get that on record? Just <laughs> yeah. repeat that just in any given episode. Just in case. Um, but I thought that they'd, in their minds, they'd done, right, Indiana Jones is going to be this, obviously, archaeologist. Um, but they explored Christianity in the first one. And then they were exploring Hindu. Well, they weren't exploring Hinduism. They were exploring. They were smashing through Hinduism they like were, nobody's business. Yeah, they were exploring. <laughs> they were basically making up as they went along. But you know what I mean? As in, And so then I thought, in their minds, maybe at the start of the franchise, thinking up, they would have thought, right, we'll do Christianity first one, second we'll do this, and then for the next one, maybe we'll do Buddhism, or maybe we'll do um, Islam, or, or or something like that. But Temple of Doom got so slammed for being shite, when I don't think it was shite, no. uh, that they went back to Christianity. Yeah. And then in the fourth one, which I, they just, which I want to be the last mention we make of this, they went with Scientology. You know yeah, what I mean? So yeah. it was like, I, I, for me, maybe I'm wrong, but it kind of feels like they were they wanted to make every film about religion, our religion. Yeah. Uh, but they they got such bad reviews in Temple of Doom that they went back to Christianity for the third one. But I thought it was I thought it was good. I liked I liked I Temple liked, of Doom. Yeah, I in all honesty, and honesty, <laughs> nice. In all honesty, I didn't know it was a prequel. Yeah. Yeah, well, that has actually kind of slightly come as news to me as well. Yeah. I, I assumed because it was the second one that it, it was, was, in it was fact, after. in a linear time yeah. so frame. Because because of this, critically, it was considered the weakest of the three um, when it, when the trilogy was completed. In hindsight, I look back and think Raiders is untouchable. It was the first thing, it was the first film to do that and do it so well with Lucas and Spielberg and Harrison Ford as that trio. Then you had temple of doom bring in this much darker much cynical much more cynical is it tone. a darker tone oh it's a much darker tone there's more depth uh, there's more um i mean there's fewer there's nazis there's more death there's more death there's more death de- de- <laughs> there's, de- de- there's some serious international like, there banking is, fraud th- this going film on. was about child slave labor is that worse than nazis and mm. and brain uh consumption brackets monkey <laughs> no let's talk about the racism then when they get to Pankot Palace, which is the the, the entrance to the temple, of yeah. Doom. So they crash out. Sorry, we've the plot point. We've the plot. We've got as far as them crash landing in yeah sure. somewhere so cr- in India. The crash landing. Here's a fun fact for you. This film was considered the script was they, they took the script. Um, Paramount Pictures took the script to uh, the Indian government. And said we're making this film about India in India in the 1930s. Can we film it here? The Indian government then took a read, read of the script and went. Uh, Jog on, you're being fucking racist. We don't eat monkey brains and all that kind of shit. So what Paramount did... Classic Indian government response. What Paramount did was went and filmed it in Sri Lanka, just off the coast of India, and paid them 
hundreds of millions of dollars to film it there, and the Indians were like, well, fine, fuck you. I mean, they can't have paid them hundreds of millions of dollars. In the the 19- budget, how much was the budget for the Sri film? Sri Lankan rupee. Mm, true. I don't <laughs> know how much. like, oh my God. This was only 1984, so not that long ago. Yeah, but they still didn't spend hundreds of millions of dollars to okay. film in Sri Lanka. Millions of dollars. They spent millions of dollars. Fair. I mean, I think they could have just said to the Sri Lankans, we're going to make the Indians look bad. And okay, but some people in Sri Lanka went, yeah. The reason the Indian government said no to this because was because the film was considered so racist. So there's a scene when they get to Pankot Palace where they, they attend a feast. Mm. And the British government are still, the British Empire is still very heavily involved. In yeah, it's still India. the Raj, isn't it? It's still the, the Raj. Uh, and they have a, a, a controlling force in the film. You can see them being very, I mean, they're racist. Is the prince the not a small girl or is it a small it's boy? boy. Very Jesus. feminine. The road is going back on his little blonde boy's uh, tangent. I did not say blonde. I said little. You're right. When, when the prince arrives, it's, it's but he looks scene. very feminine. He's a bit effeminate. But I thought a it was officer. A, for so long, I thought it was. <laughs> My lord. <laughs> so they're at a table and the food is served and you've got a combination of monkey brains, snakes, bugs, and eyeball soup. All the traditional now, when, northern uh, Indian Gregor, Let me ask this. When I go for a curry, yes. is that what I get? No, I don't know what you order. I but don't think so. I'm, like, I'm suspect it is not what you My Rogan Josh doesn't usually come with eyeballs, in it? No. no. Uh, they tend to scoop those out just before serving. Yeah. Just a little shout out to Curry Cafe in Edinburgh at the top of Leith Walk. Best curry in Edinburgh. Anyone out there listening? Curry Cafe. Uh, that's Cam just earned uh, a ten pound voucher at Curry Cafe, which is pretty good. I would fucking love that. Uh, honestly, I'd be a ten pound voucher can buy you lots because you get good value for money. Curry Cafe, everybody. incredible, <laughs> doubling down on the uh, potential offering there. That's sensational. Yeah, no, I, I can see why um, folk had an issue with this. I mean, was that written into the script by Lucas George Lucas? Lucas? Do we yeah. know that that he was just like you know what? Monkey brains. I'm gonna go for some weird. I mean, because they don't even seem like cliche stuff. It's not, not like a. It's not like a. Lucas oh, of this. course you'd have that. It'd be like a. These are like. I think. I think you're well, kind of not scared. Eat bugs at one point. Well, or like a snake. the Western world is one of the only places in on Earth that doesn't eat insects and all that kind of yeah. stuff. You know that. So. Well, they're very high in protein. Bear, bear dudes. Bear yeah. bear grills and ramirs swear by this idiots yeah. though they're no, idiots. no if you're gonna uh, I, idiots ray mears is a bushcraft legend he is <laughs> apparently long-term future of the earth is we all need to eat more bugs but still um yeah it doesn't it doesn't really um paint a particularly attractive picture shall we say of uh indian <laughs> cuisine yeah. when was it was it made in the 80s? It was yeah, made in the 80s. 80s. I mean... Yeah, America was, barely knew was, that other countries existed. Exactly. You know, it was the 80s. So, like, they yeah. kind of... Yeah. But to a child... Not that it's, it's excusable, but, you know, it's yeah. kind of like America in the 80s. Like, yeah, if I can... It's kind of they made, made no show. effort whatsoever, yeah. is what it is. Yeah. It's laziness versus vitriol, I suspect. It's, it's the basic... It's one of the reasons why the, the film was so panned when it came out, because even in the 1980s, viewers knew this was racist. Um, critics knew this was racist, and I don't know if it, I don't know if racist. I mean, it wasn't explicitly racist. I don't think anyway, in terms of that, it wasn't saying that True. you know, oh, they're in fear tales or whatever. It was kind of just uh, it was racially uninformed. It was kind of just yeah, it, it taking a stereotype and just, oh, they live in the jungle. Was, they must eat jungle yeah, stuff. Yeah, totally. It yeah. was just it was uh, 
it was racially uninformed and it was just like, oh, this must be what it's like, so we'll just portray it as this. Yeah. If they'd done a, a shred of... I'm not saying they didn't do research, but if they'd looked at I'm it... I'm fairly well, confident that they didn't do research. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but yeah. after the meal... So, yeah, the, me- the meal is considered the... Meal the, goes down the, well. The most racist part that of is, that. Yeah, Willie, that's Will- like an infamous... Willie's favourite part is the, is the meal. Yeah. So oh, th- she... Her... Let's her, talk about her. Let's talk her about entire casting appears to be based around the fact that she can pull a horrified face. That's it. While, ooh, there's a monkey Let, brain. Let's talk about... Let's ooh. talk about how this film is... It's a caricature of the serials from the 1930s, and it's caricaturing Indian culture... Also caricaturing the female damsel in distress. That's who what Willie's character is. She's loud, she's abrasive, she's attractive, and she just gets in the way. And she is one of those <laughs> characters for people to just move aside. Yeah, no, I totally it was a it was a total sidestep from Marion because she was an absolute badass who, you know, like we talked about this in the last review, and she, she dr- ran a bar in Nepal or wherever it was set, and you know, and uh yeah, she just Total, total, total sidestep. Um, it just, it wasn't as though it was completely sexist or whatever at the, for the time because a lot of other movies at the time, the female lead would play that character. So it wasn't exactly anything new. It was just the same. It was just business as usual for the female lead, you know? It's just, I think it's a bit disappointing in retrospect because you look back at some of these films that you are like, no, these are, sort of classics of cinema and then you see that female characters have no agency whatsoever i mean she's she is essentially a blonde scarecrow who is carried around that's it like i don't i I don't remember her making any decisions Mm -hmm. at any point in the film that have any impact and in fact you know at the end of the film when she's walking away (laughs) you know Indiana Jones just assaults her. Yeah, he whips her. Just abducts her. And it's like, oh, that's romantic. Is it? Does she not make the decision when they're in their rooms and they both had this unwritten, unsaid thing that they're going to bang and she makes the decision to come into Indy's room? It was... She does that. How did it go? No. Because he's getting choked. It was a... a, Yeah. It was. It was a. Uh, she only, she only he, comes he in saying, for self-preservation yeah, reasons. She comes saying, in to get some fruit, and he's like, "Oh shit, we gone bang. We gonna do you, it. You've misinterpreted once again an approach from a female person." <laughs> he was. He was saying, "You come to mind." She was saying, "You come to mind." Yeah. So it's the age-old tale. It's kind of like it is miscommunication. Kind of like Tinder is now. No, I'm you, not going to message come to mind. you no, first. No, no, you come. You to message mind. me no, you first. Anyway, you better make me laugh. So. so <laughs> Indy couldn't, <laughs> Indy couldn't go to hers because he was getting battered in a room and she comes out and she's like, this is your last chance you'll get and then he kills the guy and then he goes in. But she room. made that decision. She got mean? angry that he didn't turn up and went out to his and went, we knew that this was going to happen. Let's talk about characters because we're going to get, of course, again, before we get too much, just stuck into it, Indiana Jones returns as a younger version of him a year younger. So it's 1936. Do we think he's slightly more inexperienced in this film? No. Uh, I don't well, so. no, no. Uh, particularly supporting the fact that we didn't necessarily realize it was a prequel hmm. suggests that he is essentially the same character. Oh, yeah. yeah I didn't uh, see any difference. Th- there are no particular learnings. I think because they made it a prequel, you'd have to sort of actively reduce his abilities. Um in the in the 
sequel slash prequel, as in the second film that's set beforehand. And uh, do they do? Do they do they question well, his archaeological no, knowledge in I, any I, way? I, even, I don't even at remember the beginning of the movie, of it's never specified that it's a prequel. I don't think it ever says it's nineteen thirty. Oh no, no, it does say nineteen thirty. Yeah, it does. But if you weren't so watching only if closely, you were, if you have to keep track. Yeah, if you of weren't that watching yourself, closely to the yeah. film that was made two years prior, or three years prior, sorry. You were never to know that this was a prequel. Does that suggest, just as a, I'm sorry to go off track again, but as an aside, does that suggest they weren't necessarily planning a sequel? They might have, uh, sorry, uh, a trilogy, like yeah. with a with a natural arc. They were maybe hoping to create a character and then say, well, we might get three films out of this. We might get five films out of this. We I think, might do what, six. Spielberg's... And so you, you have a character who then has adventures. You think, well... It's the adventures of young Indiana Jones. It's the adventures yeah. of Indy. You can basically go around the world I, and say, Indy's doing this thing. It's I think not what like Spiel- an arc. Spielberg directed these films, but Lucas wrote them. And I think Spielberg... Holy shit, the Raiders of the Lost Ark. The <laughs> Ark wasn't real, you guys. Spielberg directed the films <laughs> and Lucas wrote them. And I think Spielberg saw a huge money-making opportunity with Lucas because he had just come off the back of Star Wars, which was this multi-million dollar three film franchise and Spielberg saw an option to get a piece of the pie and thought all right Lucas write a film franchise similar to what you've done with Star Wars already and we'll do it together with Indiana Jones which is what we got we've got okay supporting characters with Indy we've talked about Willie already short round short round a lot of people hated short round I loved him I love short round how can you hate that wee man he is an absolute wee badass. He just wants to be like Indy. He wants to be like Indy. He's a wee badass. There's, at no point does he have any bother just kicking fuck out of people. No. And he, he will complain. And then he and saves then he'll fire Indy. through it. I love you, Indy! And then he gets him with the fire. Oh, yeah, because Indy's possessed. He, he, he does cheat at cards, though. Doesn't matter, because he's a badass. He's like, he's the modern day, what was it? Modern day of the 1930s. Uh, outlaw. <laughs> he's like he's a he's a street kid. That was the whole point. He knows how to drive a car at like twelve. With his little um, his little block extended shoes on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, from what I read, Jonathan Key Quarry was it Quarry, the guy that plays Short Round, was brilliant on set. He just loved being there. Like he loved the opportunity to just be there. So he was just really cool. And in the opposite side of that spectrum, Harrison Ford fucking hated being there. So Harrison Ford hates being alive. That man is like <laughs> that man is a grumpy man. He is a he seems like a grumpy man. Even in movies that he's in now, he's I well, feel like he's aware that he's not he's trying to play a character and people know that he's not. Everyone knows he hates playing Han Solo, but I thought famously he loved playing Indiana Jones. So he would have liked being there. But as the story goes, when he was filming this early on, the first couple of days, when they were riding the elephants through the jungle. He fell off an elephant and like broke his back. Yeah, that's going to make you hate being on set. So what happened was they flew <laughs> him. He had to fly back to the States during production to seek medical treatment. And a lot of the action scenes are filmed with his stunt double. Vic, Vic Rames or Vic what? Vinegar. Vic Vinegar. Yeah, Vic Vinegar. <laughs> so Harrison Ford's like only in half of the film. Wow. Yeah. Only the face parts. Well, yeah, the super face parts. So yeah, Harrison Ford broke his back. Didn't have a great time filming it. Gregor. Help yourself. There needs to Help be a yourself. video so that people can see what's going on in the chaos of the background. Oh. We thought about doing a video, but then there's too much for me to edit. So, no. Sorry. We're just doing audio. 
We got as far as the dinner scene finishing. Okay. What happens after dinner, Rory? Well, no, we got as far as to the part where Indy didn't go to Willie's room and then she was raging because he was getting choked by some guy, but she didn't know that. Correct. We're talking about good scenes here. So the dinner scene, considered one of the racist scenes possible. The the mix-up, come have sex with me, come have sex with you. Yep. That got mixed up. And then all of a sudden, Indy gets attacked by a thuggy leader. Now let's talk about who came out a painting. He came out of a painting. I had I, forgotten that. I have never seen a painting that I could disguise myself as. I just haven't. It also happened in a very, also very good movie. Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West. Will Smith shot eight good, paintings. Good is a strong word. <laughs> it was it's, a movie. It's a movie. It's definitely a movie. <laughs> with Will so, Smith and paintings. With the Thuggy Cult. Let me tell you about, a little bit about the Thuggy Cult, who are the antagonists of the film, led by Molaram, the priest. Are they, sorry, are they known as the Thuggy Cult? Yeah, so let me tell you. Thuggy refers to the acts of thugs, an organized gang of professional robbers and murderers in India and Bengal dating back to 1760. Is that where the word thug comes from? Correct. Holy shit. Ding, ding, ding. Points Even for... on Drunk Podcast. George Lucas made the film new. a prequel as he did not want the Nazis to be the villains once more, so he chose to hypersensitize the thuggy cult. Why did uh, George... Why was George Lucas uncomfortable with the Nazis being the baddies? I legit think he thought everything... The Nazis were just baddies in everything, so he was like, let's make something different. Fair enough. Fair. Do you think he had the, ch- the mind of a child? He was like, Nazis bad, man. I mean, the Nazis kind of had a... Kind of had a world influence. Did they? Hence they the, had a good grip. the whole World War Two. Yeah, they had a good grip on the whole villain role for <laughs> yeah, they did, a, yeah. good, a good fifty years. <laughs> they did it badly, and well, they did it well. They did being bad well. Don't be a Nazi. Is the, no, is the main don't. main point? If we all learned anything from today's <laughs> effort on so, the film, which doesn't deal with the Nazis, it's by the way, don't, don't be a Nazi. Be a so Nazi. after after the you have sex with me, I have sex with you, but we don't do it. it scene. And, and he gets attacked by a thuggy cult member. And they discover the Temple of Doom. And they and he finds a secret passage through Willie's bedroom, which takes them to the secret <laughs> murder, murder chamber full of bugs. He pushes... Oh. Yeah. Absolutely love that scene. That's creepy, that scene. I scene. hated that scene as a child, and it scarred me for life. Scott. How do you feel about bugs, Jen? Bu- scenes with bugs? Don't like bugs. Don't like bugs. You don't like bugs? No, I'm not a big fan of bugs. What, old bugs? Most bugs. I hate them being on me. But other than that... Yeah, you don't mind them existing. When I, when I, oh, when <laughs> like, I li- in when, the ecosystem, they're okay. When, but... I lived in, when I worked in, sorry, in California in the, in the summer camp, I remember walking. We were taking the kids to swim time. <laughs> <laughs> my lord. These little, pl- the little blonde boys. <laughs> my lord. We're going to swim my lord, time. My lord, it was all part of the curriculum. Yeah. We were taking the kids to swim time. I was talking to one of the other counsellors, right? <laughs> And I, was, I had a Gatorade bottle in my hand at the time, and I was I was just sort of fiddling. What flavor? Blue? Yeah, uh, blue, yeah. <laughs> the, the light blue one, the light blue one. Um, and I was just, I was playing with the sort of, uh, the neck of it, to just like, I was looking up at the other council, just chatting away. And I felt something weird on the tip, on the, the, the cap. And I was like, what? what? It was like a little thing. And I was like, what's that? And I, I sort of grabbed it, and I looked down at it. It 100% was a black widow spider, because I had the little bastard by the, fucking head and I could see its little black body with the red hourglass on the back I have I threw that thing so fucking far behind me <laughs> and I started and it landed I on started, a kid I don't care if it landed on a kid I was elbowing <laughs> kids out of the way I was throwing them down the cliff and that oh my god that's, so that's what I'm saying bugs are fine but if they're on you it's a scary time especially if they're venomous was it actually a black widow? 
I still maintain to this day, well, I don't know. There was a kid that died that it landed on, so <laughs> I presume so. Well, hang on. Do you get black widow spiders in California? Yeah. Black widows. I think you get brown funnel webs. Lots of rattlesnakes. Hey. Where were you in California? I was in Northern California in the mountains, about an hour away from Reno, Nevada, four hours away from San Francisco. I was in Reno, North Nevada. Cal- they sing about that in Counting Crows. It was really good, but it was in the mountains. So it was a proper wilderness, so there was a lot of, ra- lot of, lot of water snakes. Which cool. Had to, which they had to never warn you about the, ra- the, the water snakes, not do they? Not venomous, though. They bite yeah. you, but not venomous. Mm, that's all right then, isn't it? We could throw them, which was Dogs. Fun. Not anyway, ve- this is getting away. Not venomous, we, but we, they bite you. We all agree bugs. Okay, bugs, okay, they yeah. exist, but when you have to interact with I them and touch room, them, a room full not of them, good. Not into it. Yeah, Spi- I mean, spiders... I'm technically a rack. And in this bugs, in this scene, we'll there's a lot of bugs, and and Willie Scott in particular has to touch a lot of them to pull a lever, which is amazing. But to be fair, the bugs, most of the bugs are centipedes, millipedes, and stick insects. Whereas They're in, fine. Whereas in Raiders, the guy, your man Alfred Molina, gets a lot of tarantulas on him. He does. Tarantulas also are generally pretty chill. And Indy, Indy nonchalantly Apparently. just goes. I'll just get my whip on your back and you're yeah, fine. Yeah, just brush it off. Yeah, they're, they're no, good. No, I think they're... Famously, tarantula is not that venomous. Yeah, they're they're pretty chill, there's, apparently. There's, I, do, I don't know if this would be my attitude if a tarantula was on I mean, I would me. launch it yeah. from the sky. <laughs> size 11 <laughs> Nikes. Size <laughs> 11 Nikes coming at you from five stories up. <laughs> absolutely launching towards you. Um... That's not going to say. Sorry, it's the idea of leaping out of a five-story building in order to kill a tarantula at ground level. Be like, I'm on it, boys. Fucking flying. Shin's absolutely gone, but I need to make sure that tarantula is... Tell me this tarantula, tell me it's not alive. Is anyone it's else sport. picturing a weird anime like in Dragon Ball Z? Always. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like um... Whenever Cam says it? anything, I Dragon, It's Dragon anime. Ball Z Cam t- <laughs> kicking the shit out of a tarantula. Yeah. Or Having who's the Hadouken that, guy? If anyone is uh, stays locally, or even stays anywhere near Edinburgh, you guys should go to Butterfly and Insects World. Oh, at Dobby's, uh, gar- uh, Dobby's, Dobby's Gardens World. Dobby's, just at the Dalkeith Junction. Yeah, from amazing. From the city bypass, you can hold a tarantula there, and it feels like little kittens. It feels Shut like, up. honestly, if oh, you hold a tarantula, yeah, yeah. it feels like little kittens. And it's really nice. Yeah. How, like eight little kittens. It's called the guy called Shelob, and no, not the guy called. Shilob. No, no, the guy is called like Mark or something. The, <laughs> sp- <laughs> the spider. The spider is called Shelob, and she's so Shelob is a spider in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, exactly. But she's so old that you have to be really careful with her, and she just sort of crawls across your hands, and she's really nice. Do you know how old she is? How old does Trancher's live for? Uh, a thousand yes, years, absolutely. <laughs> right, so. Back to the movie. The point is, it's a drunk <laughs> podcast. It will occasionally segue <laughs> into what are your favorite insects to touch? <laughs> <laughs> your favorite insects to touch. Our so, cousin once had a cockroach on her leg in Florida. That was terrifying. She big into it? She was not into it, no. no. So in the movie, <laughs> oh yeah, the movie. they end up in a very bug-filled room. We're talking really about a movie? Anyway, that was a weird scene. Let's move on. Yeah. The discovery of the temple. Why of do Doom. they want to do? Why do they want to go in this? Because, I can't remember the objective. Uh, Are they just so like they're, they're trying to recover? They're trying to. Rec- they, Indiana Jones knows there's something wrong and going on at the palace. Yeah, because the village has had a stone, a sacred stone. Of course, the sacred stone. From it. And there are no children. Three stones. Three stones have. They're using three stones, and they basically think the Shankara stones 
harness some sort of magical energy that they can take over the world, whatever. Yeah. So Indy knows there's something wrong at the palace. And that's why when he finds a passageway into a, a hidden temple. He has a he's nose, gonna, for, he's got a nose for archaeology. He's a bloodhound, man. He's going to follow that. Is there not, yeah. is there not the fact that there are no kids? Did they not mention that? They said they took all our... That, that yeah. was, that was the, they took he, all he was kids. reluctant to do it and then he was like... They took our children. They took our children and that's when it... And, he's and like, he thought, Whoa. I've already adopted one child during this that film. I may as well get 20 <laughs> more. Get the rest of them. Um, <laughs> you'll not find many little blonde boys though, nope. in uh, North India. Um, the, uh, the, the other thing about that scene after the bug thing is when they're in that room and then they get out, that's where the iconic scene comes from, the, the grabbing the hat scene, which has been spoofed so many times. Yeah. Most memorable, Chicken Run. Chicken Run. Chicken I run. know we all remember that film. Yeah, we I know do. you all remember Chicken Run. <laughs> that Chicken Mel Gibson run. is a rooster. We'll get into this during... Oh, that was Mel Gibson, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. We'll get into this during the later months, or the, whenever this comes out. We may have already done it. But Christmas movies, Chicken Run is up there for me. As a Christmas movie? At what as point? in as in I watch it during the Christmas period. Oh, I see. Cause okay. it's cause it's a bit like The Great Escape. Yes. Yeah, okay. I'll give you it. We'll come back to it. Yeah, we'll deal with this at a later the whole day. Play on the Great Escape. That's the whole exactly. point of the film. All right, I fine. I see your logic. Well that's exactly why Rory brought it up. Anyway, see logic. The part well, I don't right. remember the hat ceiling on, scene. On your point. Am I oh, no, losing so my mind? When they're in the room and the, the ceiling is collapsing on them. Oh, and there are two okay. doors on either side. And yeah. Willie's got to pull the lever so they can escape. She accidentally, the minute she pulls the lever, comes into the room and then sets off the booby traps all over again. Classic. And they Willie. have to run straight out. Wrong. Indy has to run out. So oh. wrong. Sorry. Slightly wrong. Can I adopt Rory's approach in the future and just shout wrong at you? <laughs> Because I that's very I direct. That was this is only good. This only works in the drunk pod. Because <laughs> as your mid sentence, Rory could just be like wrong. Because <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. I'm and sorry, I'm so that, excited. Was, that was rude. But the trans- no shit. Willie, <laughs> Willie, and Indy go through, and short round, short round comes in with them. Indy says, "Try not to touch anything." And short round goes, "Cool, I'm gonna lean on this wall." No, he leans on a button, and that triggers the wall to come down. That's how it happens first. Wrong. Well, Everyone. you just you didn't Everyone. mention that. No, and the point I'm trying to say is, Willie has to put our uh, grab the handle to help save them originally, and then comes in screaming and shouting, and then sets off the boot traps all over again. And they all have to run out quick. It's true. It's true. And they all well, have to run out of the room quickly. Rory, you're it. wrong. So you're wrong. Put your mouth further he, away from the as microphone. As he gets Never. out of the room, as he gets out of the room, the stone thing has come down. It's a really good stunt, actually, Dan. It's a really well done stunt, sorry. <clears throat> because as he's going out under it, you're like, he's not going to make that. But guess what? He makes it. And then he gets his be a, It'd be a slightly shorter and film. And he's like, oh, shit, it's my fedora that I could probably buy when I leave India. Wait, 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 wait. Does he... Got it from the guy in the... Does he not kid. also do the fedora retrieval in the first in one. Raiders? Yeah, I thought he did. Nope. No, Does he, he not? No, he doesn't. He gets chased by a boulder in Raiders. No, but he no, never no, leaves no. Because no, when, no, no, when, no, no. when Doctor Octopus says, "Toss me the whip," he tosses him the whip. He goes, "Ah, oh, you shouldn't have tossed me the whip." And there's a door coming yeah. down. Yeah, no, he, I and no, he jumps I, out. He doesn't lose his hat there. He just loses the whip. I don't know. I'm gonna, we'll need to watch I'm these gonna, movies. I'm gonna <laughs> bet you. I'm gonna bet you fifty pounds that me and Cam are right wow. with, with Temple of Doom. He doesn't lose his wow. hat. In I'm gonna bet you I'm all the money. Yeah, is can I, I, I like how you roped bet. Cam into that immediately. Right. Uh, no, I mean, I. It, it's very possible, but yeah, the iconic, the the iconic 
object retrieval under closing door. Mm-hmm. I did not realize it was Temple. Temple. It's Temple of Doom. Cam is right. It's I think great it started scene. with because following that I scene, I feel like it was in Raiders, but it's not. Maybe it's not, it was not the hat. But maybe but it wasn't the hat. Maybe it was something else. Because anyway. following that scene, cue one of the most disturbing moments I've ever watched in cinema as a child: the Temple of Doom. Kalima. Wait, wait, wait. Here we go. Yeah, just oh. for the podcast, we're watching the scene from. Raiders. So he rolls under the door, forgets grabs his whip, whip, grabs his whip. It's the whip in the first Ooh, film. He gets the whip. Wow. He gets the hat. I'm sorry. I, I was in that bet. I'm sorry. If you rewind this podcast, I said I will bet you all the money in my wallet, which is zero. I think you get it up here. That's, that's so good for you. I know. So you have no money. I'm all cards, baby. Digital. That doesn't mean you don't have 50 quid. Yeah, anyway, not in my wallet. <laughs> let's address that. Uh, okay, so following, some other following the amazing hat scene, which we decided was definitely in uh, Temple of Doom. Never in doubt. I always knew it was in Temple of Doom. One of the most disturbing scenes I've ever seen in my life as a child, the Temple of Doom, where Indy, Willie, and Shorty witness a thuggy cult ceremony, and Molaram, the high priest of the thuggy cult, rips a guy's heart out of his chest. Kalima. Struck the day. Kalima by Neck Deep. Great song. Really? Again, <laughs> the Indian government did not enjoy this and did not like the portrayal of Indians as savages and cult members ripping each other's hearts out. I mean, you that don't actually fair. see the ripping of the heart out. No, you but just you see, see his hands on the chest and then you see his face and he's all weird and super happy. Oh, Namshibai. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Namshibai. And then... But then he's still... Oh, Namshibai. Oh, but then he's still alive. Yeah, but then they, yeah. then they, then they decide to strap him up onto this weird S&M kit. Uh, BDSM, S&M into, cage put thing. Put into a volcano. And then, yeah, just decide to launch him into a volcano. Well, you can't let him out back oh, out into the world now you've oh, nicked his heart. It does... There are some... As a child yeah. watching this... Don't. The, Don't. Music, the music is intense. No, as long as it's not 15 seconds. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, as a child watching this, man, that fucked me up. Like we, we used to scare each other as kids by coming up behind each other and going, "Kalima." Alex was very yeah, seriously. Alex loved that joke, and I fucking hated it. You know who you are, Alex. (laughs) We've spoken about you before. Yeah, no, like. I'm you kid- stole Rory's heart. Kids' imaginations. You son of a bitch. <laughs> threw me in a volcano. Kids' imaginations are wild anyway. But when you watch a scene as horrifying as that actually is, and you trust Indiana Jones as a kid, <laughs> fuck, man. I trusted you, Indy. I mean, Indy doesn't do bad stuff. He's Wait, just what? a witness. Are you trying to say it? you watch this film? Point, point you to watch this film, do you think? See, now that's a fair question because I reckon I was a l- little it? bit. <laughs> Well, I reckon I was a bit older. So I know. Louis and I, we watched this. Perhaps as... you were. Because this the, this didn't affect... I remember watching this and being and having like regular thoughts about how it's not a particularly well-made film. And that oh, there were issues no about... Like, I was like, the cinematography is off. <laughs> See, which suggests, which suggests I... I wasn't a child when <laughs> yeah, I watched Rory, it. Rory and I, like, I watched this. That was this. my initial responses. It's not like Rory me being I... like, oh my God, he's still in his heart. It's a... Well, this is a bit of, it's a little <laughs> nonsensical, isn't it? I don't believe that. Rory and I watched this very much as children. Our dad is a huge Indiana Jones fan. And we have... Alan Kidd News Alan Kidd loves News. Indy Jones. Also, I think he just doesn't abide by 
rules. Age rules of movies. Like he, no, no, that's fair. Oh, no, no, no. You should be allowed to introduce your your own children to films really? when you think what about, they're. What about Silence to... of the Lambs? Dad made me watch Silence of the Lambs as a pretty young person, and I was <laughs> He was yeah. probably trying to straighten you out, wasn't he? It didn't oh, wasn't fucking he? work, Jesus, did it? Jesus, that gave me nightmares. He made me watch... I say made, he offered. And yeah, I you're accepted. all saying made. It's he good. offered, and I said yes. He, he. We watched two movies the other day, which we should start listening to Dad again. What, <laughs> what do you watch? Because we watched uh, Shock and Awe, which is from a reporter's point of view of Af- post-9-11 and how going to war in Afghanistan... Not in Afghanistan, in Iraq... Was a terrible idea and a lie. Shocker! It's a laugh a minute. That one. And then immediately after that movie, we watched The Green Zone with Matt Damon, which shows them not finding uh, weapons of mass destruction. Does your dad have quite strong opinions about the Iraq War? I think he Probably. does. He yeah. also loves. Yeah, it feels like it. He let's, also loves wars. Let's, let's absolutely avoid the topic as of a topic. <laughs> yeah. If I, if I'm gonna jump in on the films my dad made me watch when I was too young, it's not stuff like that. It's things like. Uh, Monty Python and yeah. Wayne's World. We watched where yeah. I was. I, I was just watch the Blues Brothers. Yeah, like, and the Blues Brothers. Yeah, the first time I watched that, I was like, I don't understand why you like this. This is obviously rubbish. Like, <laughs> I don't get anything. And then watch it again, like five years after the fact, and be like, yeah. Oh my god, this is incredible. I like, well, I get, I get so much more of this. We had, we had the Wayne's World stuff as kids. Dad, Wayne's World was Dad, so Dad good. Has watched Wayne's so World. good. But first time I watched it, I was like, But no, see, even when we watched it as kids, we loved the Aerosmith and the Queen in it. Uh, that's why we loved Wayne's Rob because we probably didn't understand the... The Bohemian the Rhapsody. The plot and the sexual overtones and the, and the inside jokes going in, the references and everything, but... <laughs> I have the cream of some young guy. <laughs> yes, I so, had no idea what that was. Yeah. Fam- famously. I think, to be I honest, thought... I think dads everywhere were banking on children <laughs> not getting the phrase, I'll have the, the cream, cream of some young guy. guy. Famously, uh, I genuinely thought <laughs> when the penny dropped for me of when he's talking about his girlfriend, Cassandra, and he goes, she'd give a dog a bone. I genuinely thought he she just gives dogs bone <laughs> like, <laughs> like a treat. It's like, nope. I mean, it is a treat. She, tur- she even turns dogs on. Mm. Is that a compliment? Right. I mean, she's great, Cassandra. She is. <laughs> yeah i know the kid brothers honestly don't i think their their sort of sexual education is a little bit wayward at best it's good to get a lot of this stuff on record just for future prosecution purposes <laughs> Lord, i have i would like to i have i have quite a, an extensive casework <laughs> that i'd like to, to present uh, bring forward crown prosecution production number one which is the kid the kid the kid brother's Movie references growing yes. up. Yes, <laughs> one of three hundred and twelve. Uh, we're going to be here for a wee while. Okay, anyway, let's put, Temple let's put, of Doom. Put it back on a Temple of Doom. So we're in. We? We're actually in the Temple of Doom now. Yeah, we are. Okay. And at this well, point, right in. At this point, at this point in the movie, they get kidnapped by the Thuggy Cult, and we introduced to Indian voodoo, which again the Indian government had big opinions about because voodoo does not come from India. Mm. No, it's an yeah. Afro-Caribbean thing, isn't it? It's yeah. Sort of yeah. Haiti and. Correct. Yeah. But, you know, George Lucas decided, nah, I'm going to put this in India. Voodoo's badass. Yeah. yeah. I mean, voodoo is kind of like as, as sort of, as sort of like <laughs> weird, as sort of religious semi-occult weirdness. Um, it kind of fits in with, with people who are like, ooh, I'm sort of realistic, but also maybe this could be a little bit spooky, scary. Who knows? Well, at this point, um, in, at this point in the story, we find out that most of the kids are under a voodoo spell, 
And of course, the reason they have kidnapped them is because the Shankara stones that they're using, apparently, the uh, the remaining two are buried somewhere in the mountain, and they're using the kids to mine the mountain to find the stones. Mm. I thought it was the prince that was voodooed, and it wasn't the kids. He was also voodooed. He was under the voodoo spell. There's but all the, the kids voodoo. were also voodooed. Some of them were, yeah. Okay. Voodoo famously is a. <laughs> A wide ranging <laughs> and multiple people, not yeah, just one, and also multiple purpose as well. It's not specific to. Uh, it's not just you make a little doll and. What stab are they mining? It. The mountain. <laughs> yeah, the mountain. <laughs> to get the stones. Haven't you been paying well, I attention? They had the stones. They no, had three there of are the five stones. stones. They're looking. They there are three. the Mass remaining two available. are somewhere in the mountain. So, the, so the I myth see. goes. Yeah, I have a question, <laughs> and it's going to upset you because it refers two movies forward. Oh, that's right. To movie okay. number yeah, four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why do we all? Yeah, why do we all have an issue with the weird nonsense magic in things like Temple of Doom, and yet the weird nonsense magic in four is so upsetting? It's not about because that. because because <laughs> when Christianity, <laughs> and I don't mean any listeners that are of faith or anything. I really don't mean any offense, right? But when it first came into. <sighs> When people first dreamt it up, right? it's, it's been two and a half thousand fucking years, right? It's a load of shit, right? <laughs> but it makes good stories. But right, it makes brilliant stories. Prince of Egypt, great film. All the rest of the stuff, <laughs> great film. No, Prince. <laughs> Passion of the Christ, Jake amazing. Jillian Sorry, but there well, is, no, there no, is... see, no, I did that as well. When you said Prince of Egypt, great film, I also thought of Prince of Persia, but that's not what you mean. Oh, Prince of Egypt, no, no. the musical, the the whole yeah, baby yeah, in the yeah. basket. Thing. But yeah, no, that's but, a good film. And also because it was in, because it was done so long ago, there is that that mystery behind it that oh maybe it could be true because a lot of the stuff in the Bible is based on true events but it's you know you know what it's like it's, it's told like, over it's, it's like told over two thousand years Chinese so, whispers. Yes exactly. So however Scientology is fucking nonsense and none of you can fucking argue with that either because it's just absolute garbage. And then they've made a film out of it and I remember fucking watching it. I was like this is just utter fucking stupidity. And he's just that was clutching at straws, and I apologize for getting. And also so the parts, about the, the action scenes in that movie it. were also very bad. Let's like talk swinging about from the. There's revines. a weird. There's some weird CG in there. There's some weird CG. Let's talk about the philosophy anyway. then of the two films. If if uh, Crusade is a remake of Raiders, almost beat for beat, but about Christianity, and you replace uh, the love interest with Indy's father, then <laughs> and Indy for <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Indy four, Indy four, Indy four, which is about you're right, Scientology, which is a cult, a religious cult, is a Unlike reenactment. All other religions, kind of like a reenactment, Am I right, guys? When you think about it, it's a reenactment of Temple of Doom, which is all about an Indian thuggy cult, and it almost beat through the same. They get they they find the temple, they find the savages, they find the mystic art that's in there, and then set it free. They find Sheila. That's an interesting point, actually. Yeah, here's, here's the thing that's, that here's the thing that makes it that makes Temple of Doom better. There is no Shia LaBeouf. I wouldn't hear a bad word against that man. Running from your life from Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> I don't know what. That He's brandishing a knife. It's Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> He's creeping through your window. Hollywood superstar Shia, Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf. 
You need. We'll watch that Genuinely, later actually, on. if you don't know where that's from, we you need, need to, to we watch need, that later. We on. now need to take a break and pause, watch that. Pause, pause the podcast. Pause, pause the okay. podcast. Right. Podcast. Podcast. Pause. Are you putting on your laptop? And we're back in the room, and Cam has finally watched "Running from Your Life" with Shia LaBeouf. First thoughts. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the whole part where it says you're caught in a bear trap and that blood is... is... Wait, he's not dead. Shy a surprise. <laughs> Normal Tuesday night for well, Shia, Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf. <laughs> but at the end, Shia LaBeouf's there, so he was part of that. Yeah. <laughs> Who's directed that? Has he done this? Has yes. he done that? Is this, is this from his own experiences? He's weird. That was my whole point. I'm never going for a walk in the forest again. <laughs> in case you run into Shia LaBeouf. Actual cannibal, Shia LaBeouf. He'll swing from the trees. It's Shia, Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf. <laughs> it's through your window, Shia LaBeouf. It but wait, fit, you know jiu-jitsu. It fits in with the it fourth film. It fits in with the fourth film where We're going to have to do it, guys. We're going to have to really talk about the fourth film. Hollywood anyway, superstar Shia LaBeouf. We're only halfway to the glory that is the fourth film. Right, we're, not, we're not finished with this yet. Come uh, no, on. we're not. No, no, no. Temple we're we're in the temple. Scott. Voodoo's happened. Voodoo's happened. Voodoo's Voodoo happened. happened. And we discover fire fixes voodoo. Like, fire fixes all problems, right? It's the old yeah. uh, rock, paper, scissors thing. Fire, fire beats fu- all. Fire beats voodoo. Everybody knows. Yeah. So the minute Short <laughs> Round starts burning Indy when he's, he's disabled with the voodoo, he all of a sudden comes back to life. So they start burning everybody. They burn the prince. And he's all of a sudden prince becomes is suddenly like, oh, shit. I'll help you get out. Q, one of the best rescues of any film. Indy decides, right, no, we're getting out of here. Dot, dot, dot. All of us. And then they go back into the tomb, and John Williams kicks in with his... Bam, uh, bam, bam. No, 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 it's not that one. It's the it's the slave tune. I think, yeah, I recognize the last part. Get it now, yeah? Cool. And what they missed the trick here, Disneyland. They made a live action stunt show. They should have, which is class. Fucking saw that. It's amazing. They should have. It's fine. They should have made a roller coaster with you sitting in the minecart. The minecart. No, no, that's what, that's what's um, Euro Disney. No, it's not. Yeah. I've, where? The whole, the, the I've whole, been there. <laughs> the the Indiana Jones ride is you're in a minecart. Huh. When were you at Euro Disney? In 1998. Maybe it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so 20 years ago. <laughs> 20 Maybe years it's ago. 20 years ago. Maybe it's gone. I was there in 20, 10 years ago. 10 years ago. I was there in like yeah. Fuck you all on the maths front. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I love that you said. 1998 was me. 10 years ago. Yeah, you support yes. me with that, though. No. No, it's 20 2008 years ago. was 10 years ago. Yeah. How old am I? <laughs> we oh, win. my God. <laughs> Shit. Oh, I was so confident. That was 2008. Uh, yeah, I wish it was 2008. You're right. My yeah. chemical romance would be fucking on Turns out I was not 18. I was eight. Yeah. <laughs> that makes so much sense. Liar. Uh, yeah, no. The, I was only just tall enough to do the whole, you, are, you have to be this tall to ride the... Which ride makes the more car. sense. Because why would I have been 18 <laughs> trying to get past that? Surely I was uh, tall enough at 18. Do you think but you're still eight, 18? Uh, maybe, in some ways. Yeah. Actually, I was a no, turns out... At eight, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, There's Flash another it. one. There's a little spark. Um, <laughs> I, woohoo! Woohoo! 
at no at eight years old i was just tall enough to get on the adult rides because i was also freakishly tall at eight uh and really you strike me as always being six foot tall yeah i mean (laughs) i was six foot tall as a two-year-old it was terrifying um (laughs) your poor mother (laughs) my poor mother now she pushed me out as a six-year-old a six-year-old that would also be weird um yeah the turns out the uh indiana jones ride at uh disneyland paris was uh, the cart it was based around the the mine cart Mm. uh no, not Space Mountain, because <laughs> it wasn't the indie Indiana Jones ride, was it? I went to Disneyland Pass once, and it rained the whole time, so I don't remember. It's <laughs> <laughs> like Disneyland Scotland, it was shite. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the weather wasn't great when I was there either, but still. Uh, we we never really went to parks as a child. That was my one sort of adventure recreation thing, uh, and... Yeah, I remember the indie, weirdly the indie ride is the one that sticks in my head. Um, I don't know. We did the, sticks there, in my head, but I don't know if it there, was good. No, no, no. There, I st- it sticks in my head because I think it was the only one I went on that had a loop the loop. Really? Went yeah. upside down in a in a mine cart. Yeah. Well, I mean, you were strapped in. To okay. be fair, it wasn't like in the film where it was just in a there raw minecart with, with a shovel. Turns out minecarts were not used for entertainment purposes. I don't want to get overly historical on everyone. Uh, I realize I just mistook a this, decade of my own life, which is a little concerning. This was a class concerned. scene. Yeah, I mean the minecart thing. It was a very good scene. The, mi- the minecart thing is is kind of iconic. Uh, I feel like it. I don't. Was it in stuff before this? No, this, I no cannot, this is. I cannot this is where it comes from. It's in games. Family it's Guy. Films, re- family Guy. Echo yeah. this. So many TV shows have gone back and parodied this. You know what? You know what? Absolutely loves a parody. Of the minecart uh, track thing, it's those shite re- uh, virtual reality, yeah, the cabins, like that you PlayStation get. VR things. No, 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 the ones you get at the cinema and that, that you jump in and they, yeah. they do. The Ocean thing. Terminal has one. Yes, go in a minecart. So you're right, you're, you're yeah. basically a roller coaster in 3D. That's what yeah. you're doing. Yeah, they you love it. Well, and it's because you're on a track, so they can control what what you're looking at. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. This did it first. I mean, I, I just, looking back at this now, we're starting you to You say that now, but when did the Mr. Bean movie come out? Who cares? Because he was in a... V- the 1980s. I don't believe it. I think that came out in the early 1960s. We're starting to discover that Temple of Doom has a, a lot of pop culture references that everyone... It does, actually. back to. Yeah, no, it's weird because I remember it as being the... As I'm... I know we've discussed this already in terms of the ring. I I remember it as being the worst of the in, of the Indiana Jones films, but it's actually, not. it's not. It touches on lots of stuff. It has a lot of and it ends. Of iconic so so that, yeah. let's get let's get to this last last part because it ends with the standoff at the wooden bridge, which it was like I don't know. Probably wasn't the first film to end on a conflict on a bridge, but when you think about a jungle and someone with a machete standing in the middle of a bridge and hacking it to bits to try and get away. Indiana Jones is what comes to that, and that's been parodied over and over again as well. Yeah. True. Even Shrek. Like that's a good Shrek, scene. When Shrek's trying Even to get Even Shrek. But Shrek is... The icon uh, of modern is, cinema. Uh, when you come to think about Shrek or Indiana Jones, you want to talk about social influencers. Shrek is always going to be the top of the, the, top of the game. <laughs> <laughs> Where is that going? Where are you going with that? Okay. Uh, the bridge scene. Yeah. Yeah. Short round knows exactly what's happening. He's like, oh, balls. 
and he starts wrapping his arm around a rope, and he's like, "Shit!" So the thuggy cut a corner. Would that not just like dislocate his arm, or give you severe rope burn? I don't think burn. you could. I don't think because the drop that you get, like flying down, like, you fly into a wall. <laughs> For those yeah. for those that haven't seen the film, the film the film ends with the thuggy kelp pinning Indy and shot round to the middle of a bridge, and I'm willing to the middle of a bridge, a wooden bridge, over a canyon covered in crocodiles, but uh, below it, just peppered pepper, pepper by crocodiles, and there are guys coming from both ends of the bridge, cut with knives. Have they stolen? They've stolen the stones. They've stolen the stones. He's got the stones in his and, satchel. And of course, the, that the crazy priest, satchel. The priest Molaram is after him, so. What Indy decides to do, and he tells Willie and Shorty this, wrap your legs around the, the straps of the bridge. I'm going to cut it. And he wrap your leg it. around the bridge, lady. That's, that's short exactly what says. Short Round says. Short Round yeah. is so to the point. Weirdly, that's actually the most racially sensitive impression that we'll ever have on the podcast. That was actually bang Congratulations, on. Congratulations, Rose. Bang on. Bang on. So accurate. he cuts the bridge. The bridge then splits in two. The impact of that hitting the wall? Dead. Well... Broken, I don't, I don't do physics, broken fingers. But that's a good sort of. I don't know how long. How, how I mean, it's like a hundred foot gap. You're halfway be, across from, from ravine to from from. Yeah. Yeah. So say you're fifty. Head, say you're fifty say feet across. hundred to hundred fifty meters. It's a yeah. long. As you swing down and smack against yeah. solid rock. <laughs> but bear in mind that you've got to hold on to the pieces of wood. So your knuckles are getting trapped up. Ain't nobody hanging on to that. I don't care who you are. Ain't nobody hanging on there. To be fair, if we're going to talk about leaps in logic, if we're going to talk about leaps, we're going to talk about leaps in logic here. Let me let me reference two other scenes here. In the minecart, they jump the tracks at one point and land completely safe. They do it's on close. the opposite side. Second part that is true. at the end of the minecart scene, Molaram floods the entire uh, oh, yeah. canyon with. A giant beaker full of water that they've got inside the Temple of Doom. Good point. Uh, I that, forgot about the size of the beaker. It wasn't that the big. Beaker, the beaker is so large that it's multiple tunnels worth. Yeah, it wouldn't have filled that entire room. I mean, they might get wet toes. Yeah, that's it. When you see but the whole thing, not only did it fill up massively, it came stonking out the other end. Absolutely, they had to jump out, out and hold on to a cliff and it was, face. It was the launching the cliff away into the stratospheres of India itself. You know, just completely, just uh, no. So, so then, so then, physics was physics was not the main strong point of Indiana To be Jones fair, about thirty minutes before this point, we have accepted a man wrenching a heart out of another man's chest, wait, wait, wait. And, and also voodoo. and also falling from an airplane. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah, there are they some. Jump out there of an are airplane, some issues. Mid flight, using a raft as a parachute, but upside down to the land on it uh, the right way up. Not a parachute. Yeah. You might have landed on a snowy top mountain, but. That's going to kill you. It's unlikely that people descend from 30,000 feet casually in a raft. (laughs) (laughs) I've never done it. I mean, if someone asked me to do it, I would say (laughs) no. so good. Rory has enjoyed my my sort of casual expression. Casual expression. Maybe we should film this because people would find it as funny as I do. So we got the standoff on the bridge. They cut the bridge in half. There's yep. then a, a ladder climb for safety. Molderom loses his balance, falls off, gets eaten by crocodiles. And guess what? Just in the nick of time, the British Empire appeared to save the day. The good old British. Just like they have a history of doing. Yeah. <laughs> 
Swinging That's in late. We're in, we're in India. This is ours now. Uh, I put a flag in it. It's were there mine. Not, were there not people at either end of the bridge? Yeah. Yeah. Because the thug people had bows and arrows, and then the British came with rifles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like, no, I thought I thought the there were. Of I thought Britain goes here's a here's a land that isn't as developed as ours. Let's kill them all. Yeah. I mean, That's the exactly general, what it's about. Yeah. The general policy is, I'm here. And I've stuck a flag in it. <laughs> yeah. Shrug. It's mine now. Shrug. Yeah. But no, it's like in the standoff, is it not that we've got people at either end of the that you can't just oh, no. run across? It was they had people on both ends, so and yeah. they couldn't yeah. go anywhere. But then the British turned up to clear one end. Yeah, they cleared one is end. Is that no, what happened? But there was no gunshots. There was nothing. They cleared, I don't remember they the cleared, whole. They cleared one end when Indy was once it had been cut yeah. in half. Yeah. Then the British appeared the British to. Appeared. to Shift the locals, yeah, because yeah, they, they were firing and then they arrows. Could climb up. Yeah, they clear one. They were end. firing arrows at Indy, and then they stopped because yeah. they started shooting at them. And by the yeah. time Indy gets to the top, all's fine. Yes, but even all before is, that, <laughs> all is back as it should be under the control and of the British. God knows how he does it. He <laughs> climbs back up. That to that, be fair, all of them incredible. Just upper in time body for strength. a cup of yeah. tea. I it takes a lot of effort to just walk across a wooden bridge to haul yourself upright over fifty meters of wooden at slats. At least I'm talking at least fifty meters. Like if you while can... while holding onto a big rock, like three he's... big rocks. No, he... in his no, no, bag. No. Oh no, is he got he one in one hand? hand? He had a satchel. Sorry, no, I know he's got a satchel. He had a satchel, but he let two go. They got really hot. Yeah, he only saved one rock. Of course, the heat of the rocks. Shite. But this a terrible is terrible archaeologist. You see, the next time you see Indy is his hand comes out from the bridge and he's holding the rock. So he must have like tried to climb up this bridge with a rock in his hand, which would have made it a lot more difficult to him to, for himself. He's an idiot. Put it somewhere. For for a professor, he's an idiot. He is. Yeah. Not the brightest tool in the Too tool handsome in the shed. So they get they save the one rock and yeah. they they liberate the children. Because yeah. that's what the Brits do, the liberate yeah. the children. Classic British response. We've liberated the locals. Everything's fine now. Everyone returns to the village. By the time they get back to the village, because the rock is saved, life has come back to the village, i.e. they have water and crops and stuff now. So everyone's back, back in hunky-dory. The rock is and there, guys. Indy, Indy swiftly sexually assaults Willie, and we end happily ever after. I, I, I mean, I, I wasn't so much... <laughs> <laughs> It so much. That noise <laughs> genuinely was incredible. This is me. I mean, my lord, it wasn't so much as a sexual assault, but it was. was there not it something... was an aggressive refuse to leave. Did she not splash him with an elephant? No, no. she walks away and he whips her and pulls her uh, back. Short round, short round goes, Haha, very funny, very funny, <laughs> and then blows him with an elephant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get, you get, I mean, he cleared that up. Roll credits, and then after that, Steven Spielberg's like, I mean, I'm still troubled. Get off my future wife, I'm about to marry her. That's why I hired her. Mm. Yeah, that's how that film ends. You want to know some <laughs> trivia? Want some trivia about the it's film? It's weird, I don't remember the <laughs> I don't remember, that, that I don't remember the, the, the particular cast notes. <laughs> I'm gonna go into some trivia here. Please um, give me trivia. DR Nanyakara, yes. who was the Indian uh, chief in the Indian village, uh, did not speak a word of English. He delivered his lines phonetically by mimicking Steven Spielberg, who was prompting him off camera. Oh, the pauses in his dialogue were therefore not for dramatic effect, but rather waiting for his next line. That's <laughs> fucking nuts. 
I mean, that's, I, that's I, really I, cool. I'm he used to scare the shit of me when I watched him as well. He was really creepy. Wait, 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 wait. Which one is it? He's the, the one. He's like the, the village the elder. Village he's, elder yeah, yeah, he's the one that he finds him. Okay. And he finds them. Yeah. The one he. The one he looks like he's mouthing along to George Lucas. Yeah. The one who looks like he's accidentally walked in on set and doesn't. He's genuinely. It's almost like he just did, an Indian man. It's almost like he did not speak English yeah. and that he had to mouth along with George Lucas. What a weird. What a weird thing in his life. Yeah. <laughs> no. That guy has just he's lived done. he's lived a normal life in an Indian village and then yeah. just for a brief week he was mouthing in along a... with George Lucas. There yeah. you go. Another one. So in for the bog chamber sequence, Kate Capshaw, who plays Willie, was actually covered in over two thousand insects. She took said that as prior to the scene to get over her initial fear of it because uh, Steven Spielberg suggested she should. So she was really, really dope. Sedatives. Up. Sedatives, yeah. So oh, Steven yeah. Spielberg... It's not the 80s unless everyone's fucked on drugs. <laughs> Steven Spielberg was like, I want you covered in bugs. And she was like, I'm not comfortable with that. And he not. went, cool. The response is, I'm going to sedate you. <laughs> yeah. That's how that went. And all of a sudden, they're married. Class. I have a couple of issues. <laughs> But I don't know if we're necessarily qualified to deal with it. At the t- I mean, 2000, 2000 bugs is a... I mean, I I grew up in the Highlands. Midges, I assume I've been covered in 2000 bugs. Probably. At least yeah. once or twice. Cause so do you remember when... They get about... Harrison Ford's possessed by the voodoo. Yeah. And he's getting whipped in the temple. So, fact number three. While filming the whipping scene, the crew played a practical joke on Harrison Ford. While he was chained to the large stone... Barbara Streisand appeared, dressed in a leather dominatrix outfit. She proceeded to whip him, saying, That's for Hanover Street from 1979, the worst movie I ever saw. She continued whipping him for Star Wars Episode Four, A New Hope, 1977, and making all that money. Carrie Fisher then threw herself in front of Ford to protect him, and Irvin Kirshner chided... What? Irvin Kirshner... Uh, cited director Steven Spielberg, is this how you run your movies? The entire sequence was filmed and never shown. I, yeah, I mean, it feels... It was a joke. That feels like one of those things where everyone involved thinks it will be funny and then as they start doing it, everyone goes, ah, it's probably not that funny, Maybe but I, gone too far. I need to follow through on my bit just yeah. in case I'm being a... Um, were they not a, filming? a wet blanket then someone else does their bit and you go that didn't seem funny either they were filming on location in Sri Lanka mm-hmm. why was Barbara Streisand and Carrie Fisher there for oh, no, a no, prank so, so those scenes so all the scenes in Ashton Kutcher flew them out so all the <laughs> oh, oh, oh. you've been punked that was so good all the scenes Ashton uh, Kutcher is actually <laughs> as like a 12 year old was super like ahead of the game was like I'm gonna need material all the scenes in the Temple of Doom were filmed at Pinewood Studios in England Oh really? Yeah. Uh, so they were all in England. Okay, another bit. Amrish, also bad. I Amrish, mean, even to do that, it's, it's a waste of everyone's time. Yeah. Amrish Puri, who plays Mula Ram, shaved his head for the role, creating such an impression that he kept it shaved forever and became one of India's most fam- most popular film villains. Nice. Yep. He is a very popular villain. I Gregor, can you tell me the name of the nightclub they're in at the beginning in uh, not Sri Lanka? Sorry, in. Shanghai. Shanghai. Shere Khan. Shere Khan? Yeah, Shere Khan. Like Sorry. Like a tiger. Yeah, in, in Jungle Book, Shere Khan. Wrong. Is it the Shere Khan Club? No. 
I'll give you is a clue. Is it Harry's bar? There is a Star <laughs> Wars bar. reference in this. Oh my god, it's C3PO. Close. Would you Ooh. like a drink? The nightclub <laughs> in the opening scene is called Club Obi-Wan, a homage to Star Wars saga. Oh my god, I was so close. You only notice it when they jump out the window and you see the R2 front of the club. D double for you, sir. <laughs> Instead of two. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Two is a double. Yeah, that's a good one. What's the question? He just explained where you I saw... Know, you actually did toss some whiskey on the table there. Uh, the Obi-Wan Club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would make called. no sense to local Shanghai residents. Why would they drink there? It is, no, it's a not. It's a, it's an Easter egg. Why would Shanghai residents care about Easter? Easter is not a big thing <laughs> so in Asian <laughs> religion. So Moving on. In the making of documentary for this film, George Lucas said that although he originally intended for Temple of Doom to have a darker tone compared to Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, such as in the same vein, Emperor Strikes Back, he admitted that he made it much darker than he intended. Part of the reason being that both he and Steven Spielberg were going through breakups at the time and he was not in a good mood. (laughs) Spielberg also... Wait, were they both breaking up? Uh, <laughs> Spielberg also admitted that although he agreed with Lucas's idea for our darker tone film, he felt uncomfortable. Fuck. He felt uncomfortable with certain scenes while filming them, and would attempt to inject some humorous elements into those scenes, trying to lighten them up. The scene where Indy is fighting the thuggy <sighs> chief guard with a hammer, and the guard takes hammer? and the guard takes a hammer to the head after it's tossed away. To be fair, that's grim. Knocking him <laughs> out, smacking someone in the head with a hammer, knocking out with comical effect. Is a prime example of this scene lightening up. Wait, did they, what did they do? They applied a weird sound. Yeah, it went donk. It went donk, donk. as a man's skull caved in. Correct. It's not that funny. Is the is the Wilhelm Wilhelm Honk. scream in this movie? Oh, that's yeah. a good question. When surely, when, yeah, surely yeah, yeah, when yeah. No, when cliff, no, yeah. no, I think when uh, when your boy gets popped into the lava. Once his heart has been nah, casually... it can't be there. I, I think it might be. I think it might have been in the. It's one hundred percent not. I. It might it be in the. The mine cart time scene. is all drums and. Yeah, so you could pop it. You should pop. You could pop it in quietly there. No, I think it might be in the mine scene or in the bridge scene. Ooh, oh, mine, mine when possibly, uh, yeah. a little uh, a little mine unit goes off track. For those of you that don't know the scream, I will put it in here. Ah! Wilhelm scream! <laughs> that was a perfect impression. Final perfect point. Impression. Final point I've got on this: the three <laughs> the main gap. characters in the movie are named after dogs. Short Round was named after screenwriter Willard Hulyek's dog, which was the name Short Round, which was named after the orphan in the steel helmet. Willie was named after Steven Spielberg's dog, and Indiana. Wait, isn't the main woman, the main female yeah. character in this, was named after Steven Spielberg's dog? In a dog, and then uh, he married her. Cam has thoughts on Wilhelm scream. Uh, through an extensive search of uh, YouTube, the Wilhelm scream in Temple of Doom is when they are on the bridge, and it I gets told cut you it was down. a bridge. Would you listen? Sorry, when <laughs> they get cut down. And then the bad guy, Cali my guy, can't mind his name. Yeah. Mr. Uh, Ram. Falls off and goes, actually, when he's getting eaten by the crocodiles. Cali Ram does 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 the Wilhelm scream. When he's actually getting eaten. So not when he's falling, but when he's actually getting eaten. He falls and then the crocodiles go, "Um," and he goes, ah! Yep. Not like a crow, but like a man. Uh, To be fair, (laughs) it's pretty close. I think think he's right. I think he's right. 
Finally, um, he is well, right. He is. He just he looked, is, up. He just looked I like up. how Jamie was like, "I'll accept that." <laughs> Indiana was the name of George Lucas's dog. Wait, let's all watch it. We're gonna watch it. That seems like a weird 3D model. No, yeah, that's reminding me. That's reminding me of how bad the CG of him falling was. Yeah, yeah. It's so bad. Well, it's 1984. Well, strangely, everybody, fa- fa- anyone who falls in CG is bad because they always see it from like the top down. Yeah, and they have to like shrink the actor into the green screen. Yeah, it's not, Turns I mean, it's 1984. Yeah, not, but not it's, much. It's rubbish. <laughs> the, fir- the first fully CG animal wouldn't come till 1989, and that was in Labyrinth. Irrelevant. <laughs> he's true. He's right. Dance magic. Dance also, magic, if we're gonna like, dance, sorry, magic. you. I'm really not. You talked about Labyrinth when I wasn't here to defend <laughs> it. But anyway, Labyrinth. Let's return <laughs> to. That is amazing. I, I. In fact, can I just add that? In, oh fuck! This was different. I can't add Wait, are we doing a, a weird segue into how good Labyrinth is? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. All right. Okay. I'm excited. The podcast has extended by an hour. Uh, we're doing a quick Labyrinth hour. Cam and me. Feel oh, free. Kids, kids can go to bed because Cam and I have the mics. Feel it's free to time. leave the pod now. It's a good time. Leave a review if you want. Dance here's, magic. Here's Cam and Gregor. Dance Cam magic. Cam and dance. Gregor. A quick, talking about stuff. A, a quick Labyrinth hour. Uh, I assume that all the reviews will now be five stars. I I would imagine so. Yeah. Yes. Dance magic, dance magic, dance magic, dance magic. Put that magic spell on me. I want everyone to know that Cam is moving the mic away from and closer to his face in order to get the sort of reverb effect. Reverb. 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 Yes. I believe it's known in the biz. Um, More of a delay, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Bowie, it's Bowie's greatest performance. It is. He did very little for me other than playing the Goblin King Jareth. Yep. <laughs> His music was not my favorite, but the Labyrinth was. Labyrinth is incredible. Anyway. What has happened? Indiana Jones. <laughs> We're back. Oh. Oh, well, Jamie has a thought, and turns out it's unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> did you know before he died, J.K. Rowling wanted... David Bowie to play Grindelwald in the new Harry Potter film. I didn't know that, and frankly, it's as makes opposed no to impression on everyone's me. favorite actor, Johnny Depp. Jonathan Depp. Mm. Yeah, it makes no impact on me. Famously, I went to see the new uh, Fantastic Beasts the other week. How was it? That's fine. Fine. Good. You said that last week. You said, I said so famously. Where have we gone to with this movie? We finished it. Uh, the out. movie yes, is the what? movie. Is, like, <laughs> so, what? the Temple of Doom. Uh, Indy and his pals. What are your um, thoughts? Overall have thoughts? been have been rescued by the British Empire. We did it. We got God. the end. Thank God. What are your thoughts? This is this is the second chapter in the trilogy because there's no fourth film. It's the second of four, and that's fine. Uh, How do you I, feel about it? I would just I in hindsight now you looked at it in a critical review, a I very highbrow critical review. Yeah, I still much. see it as my. If we're counting the fourth, I see it as my third favorite. It goes for me. It goes three, one, two, four. Three comes first for you. you. Better believe it. Crusade. The last crusade is absolutely. The last crusade is yeah. amazing. You have chosen wisely. I still oh, quite often when when fucking scene when people when people mess up in life, now, yeah. I yeah. still That's genuinely say to them, "You have chosen poorly." Yeah, you can't not do it. It's actually <laughs> he chose 
then to this day you have chosen To this day, uh, sorry, no one could see Cam's massive <laughs> smile, always, which which did not appear in the original film, but Cam's well into it. He would have played the role with a plum. To this day, I still uh, shout out to Dan Brown, listener of the pod, colleague, colleague uh, the of the Da Vinci Code, not that man, but the colleague of mine at, at work. <laughs> uh, every time I say goodbye to him on a work day, I, I he's usually in a different room than me, and I go. And I raise my right hand, and the door slowly closes. <laughs> well, much like the night for Crusade, when, when the and every day he hopes is. you won't come back, <laughs> and yet you do. For Crusade, we should leave Crusade for the next time we want to drunkenly review a film. Yes, I would um, be very into this movie because yeah. yeah, obviously it's your favorite one. So can we'll I also please come back to that one? Yes, you may. I'm Temple of Doom. Mainly might. for Sean Connery impressions. Yes, I might take it this way, Roar. We're on an airship. Are you shitting here? Excuse me, you have my sheet. I'd like She's to shit beside you. She's a Nazi. Junior. Junior. It's a fake. Jesus she t- Christ. Junior. She you talks can chill in her by sleep. the She talks in her sleep, don't you know? She does. <laughs> we named the dog Indiana. That's for the that's dog. That is for you me. were named after the dog. <laughs> that's fucking. <laughs> I know, fucking but you. Terrible. That was super Jonathan Reese Davis. <laughs> but you really bit into it. Dog. You were named after the. Do- that's fucking... He's Welsh. He's, not... He's that's super Welsh. Well. to do. You, can you were fuck named off. after the dog. Okay, so out, out of the Nailed four it. films that we're going to four films. Yeah. Three is your favorite, Rory. Gregor. Uh, so I, I, I'm very sorry. Temple of Doom, but I'm gonna pop you at the bottom of the pile as well. Ooh, bottom of four. Okay. Bottom of four. Yeah. Cam, so it goes two four. If you were gonna give goes, me it does go your best four. out of three oh, or four, two four one three. Well, hold on, confused. <laughs> what the question is? Yes. No, yeah. Did, did you enjoy Temple of Doom? Where'd you I put it? I fucking loved it. Indiana Jones is. <laughs> I fucking loved it. No, Indiana Jones is my the favorite. My favorite, like the trilogy, one, two, and three. Are my favorite films of all time, with combined with Lord of the Rings, so they're my fucking staple. I would say that Last Crusade is probably my favorite. Really? Yeah. Not Raiders. No. Well, it, it fluctuates. It fluctuates because I grew up. Raiders is James. I grew up without fucking DVDs or all these things on VHS, so I had to just watch what was on the tell. And they would always play one movie on the telly for like five years, and you get fucking sick of that movie. And it would always be like Temple Doom or Raiders. I'd be like, fuck's sake. But then they would show fucking Last Crusade, yeah. you know, every once every five years. Like, yeah, fuck yeah. And uh, yeah, I think I think Last Crusade is definitely the best movie. The score is brilliant. That that's that that the score is class. The whole religious that, yeah, score, yeah, that is just is is brilliant. Um, you know, and then and they they went back to like I said, Christianity's got fucking amazing stories. And then I would think I think it would go, I think it would go three one two, but that's not to say that Temple of Doom is my least favorite in terms of because I don't like it. It's, they're all amazing. I love them. I love the fantasy behind it. I just fucking love the whole thing. I love it. That's that's my interpretation. They're not none of these are bad films. One two three. None of them are yeah. bad films. Agreed. One will always be my favorite because Raiders started the whole the whole of it and again there are so many iconic moments of Raiders like the boulder the the plane scene where they're fight, he's fighting the Nazi in the plane the scene at the end with the melting faces there's so many like iconic iconic scenes which started it all when it comes to Temple of Doom 
I put Temple and Last Crusade neck and neck. I can't pick between the two of them. Really? Like, yeah, seriously. Like, I probably, as a kid, preferred Last Crusade, but only because Temple scared the shit out of me as a kid. And I hated scary films as a kid. I think Last I Crusade know, has a fair share of iconic moments in it. Sure, though. the rats. He wouldn't have right. got past the rats. X doesn't mark the spot. The Venice chase. Yeah, but X does mark the spot. I know. The chase in <laughs> Venice on the boats. Yeah, that was class. And we, um, the, we've the, been there. The, we have been there. We've been to the church in Venice. The library. The tank scene. When Indy's hanging from the tank. Yeah, that's cool. The the shake handshake between Marcus and Henry. No, you're right. I love it. I love it. I love both of them. I can't pick between the two of them. The, the only thing, and this will go, uh, <laughs> when we do a drunk review of uh, the, Cru- the Last Crusade, I don't want to touch on this too much, but like, why, like, all of a sudden Indiana Jones wasn't Indiana Jones anymore. It was just Henry. Well, because right, he's with his dad. All right, Henry. It's like when yeah. I'm with my dad, he's just like, boy. We'll leave it. We'll leave it. We'll leave it until we get there. But <laughs> one, of the, one of the best scenes in Crusade is the opening scene. Yeah. Um, it's the first Indiana time we Jones. see Indy young Indiana Jones. Leave it to then. That's how he gets his hat. That's why there's no... That's, That's how he gets the yep. scars. But is that yep. not why the, the opening of Temple of Doom is so forgettable? Because it's in a casino. Yeah, it's and not. It's not compared to an adventure. The, the opening of Raiders, the opening of Last Crusade, they are indelible the marks. I genuinely had forgotten how I don't Temple think, starts. See, I don't think Temple, the beginning of Temple's not memorable at all. It starts with this huge musical pageantry Yeah, score. no, I get that it's a big thing. It's a show, but I don't understand what it's doing in an Indiana Jones film. Well, this is my issue with it. You're right. I think George Lucas always wanted to make a James there Bond film. There is a musical film. part as well. He wanted course, to make a James Bond film, and this opening scene has way more in common with James Bond films than it does Indiana Jones. Yeah. Shouldn't be there. You agree. I, I don't feel like it's part of the same film. Anyway, I had really good fun reviewing this drunk. Did you? Yes, I did. I'm looking forward to the third one whenever we do it. Me, probably me in the new year. Unless this is released in the new year, then it will be this year. Early 2022. This is the fun thing about pre-recording episodes. (laughs) So it's a fun time. It's a fun time. Yeah, you had a good time. I've had a fun time. For roughly the last hour and a half, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Killer Who, the podcast where we talk fun stuff like movies, TV shows, and video games with the odd celebrity impression thrown in there. For the mix. How many did we do this time? Markish. Almost no three. celebrity impressions. We did Sean Connery a little bit, just a little bit of in passing. I did a small in Asian boy at one point. Yeah, but that's legally uh, not a celebrity impression. An impression yeah. of a small Asian boy. If yeah. you like this episode, please subscribe <laughs> to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud. Like <laughs> we post every Monday morning at 8 a.m. just in time for your commute. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. She's a Nazi. She's one of them. You are named after the doll. Junior! We're not even on this film. That's the wrong film. <laughs> You're all so excited. Kalima. Let's, there we That's go. Bad. Kalima is a, a, a goodbye, everybody. I'm going to cut this bridge in half and swing to safety. Bye. 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 <laughs>